Conserving and Restoring America the Beautiful is a brief but important document. It is a preliminary report to the National Climate Task Force from the U.S. Departments of the Interior, Agriculture, Commerce, and the Council on Environmental Quality. This report was triggered by Executive Order 14008, titled Tackling the Climate Crisis at Home and Abroad, signed January 27, 2021, to kick off a government-wide endeavor prioritizing clean energy, economic recovery, and job creation while attempting to turn the tide of climate change. This is a very brief report, only 24 pages, including endnotes. However, there is a lot of content. I thought it would call attention to the highlights most pertinent to us here in the Northwoods. A phrase that you likely will hear again is 30 by 30, an ambitious goal established by President Biden calling for conserving at least 30% of our nation's lands and waters by 2030. This goal was developed to address three significant threats to our wildlife lands and waters. Climate change is the primary identified factor feeding our nature crisis. I routinely hear that global warming can't be true, especially on cold winter days. Our climate is changing faster than ever before and nature cannot keep up. Some of the documented impacts around us include wild weather swings, precipitation falling with decreased frequency but higher intensity, increase of numbers and amounts of invasive species, and loss of habitat for less adaptable species. The disappearance of nature, characterized by increased numbers of threatened, endangered, and extinct species. In the U.S., approximately 12,000 wildlife species need conservation assistance to avoid the threat of extinction, according to this report. Certainly, in the last two years or so, you have heard about the disappearance of pollinators, and the fact that we have 3 billion fewer birds than we did when I was born 50 years ago. Roughly half of all river and stream corridors and wetlands have been cleared, drained, or channelized across the country. Historic farmlands and ranchlands have been taken out of production, cleared, drained, or channelized across the country. They've been converted to all kinds of different uses. Every time I travel downstate, I see more and more areas that I knew as farm fields and pastures in my childhood that are now subdivisions. When you lose pastures and crop fields, you lose insects and marginal habitats that benefit a variety of birds and animals. Inequitable access to the outdoors is the third point identified in the President's executive order and consequently in this report. We do not see this up here in the Northwoods, do we? Frankly, we don't worry about, we probably don't even think about how to access clean water, clean air, and immersion in nature. But what if I told you that children, that people in inner city Milwaukee often go their entire life without walking barefoot in a lawn. Most of our state's urban areas have very limited access to green spaces, relying on public park infrastructure to provide grass and trees. Low-income communities and communities of color have disproportionately less access to nature's benefits while simultaneously suffering the costs of losses of nature to development, more pollution, and less hunting and fishing opportunities. I remember as a child going to my great granny's house on 40th Street in Milwaukee. She did have a small backyard with a little bit of lawn that I would mow with an antique, non-motorized, horizontal reel push mower. 
Some of the neighbors did not have grass at all and would look at Granny's yard with envy, but were not allowed to have them over. For fun, we could either go play in a concrete back alley with the neighborhood kids, or we could walk a couple of blocks to the creek, which was a concrete-lined channelized stream-slash-storm sewer. There was a footbridge over it, and we would have leaf races. You drop leaves on the upstream side, then run to the other side, and see which leaf hit the old tire or shopping cart first. This was only temporary for me as we would return home to rural Waukesha County where we lived on a farm along the banks of the Fox River and the woods and fields seemed endless. Up here, where much of Wisconsin and the Midwest comes to vacation, we probably don't think much about the lack of access to nature for children in Milwaukee. But I remember a friend bringing his family up to visit and while we were sitting out by the fire, we saw a chipmunk. And the kids went wild. If we can't bring nature to them by bringing them up here, we can at least support a program to restore nature where possible within a few minutes' drive down there. The report continues with eight principles upon which this 30 by 30 plan is based and how it will be measured and reported. I plan to boil those principles down on a future episode. They are ambitious but achievable and will require sacrifice, as all things worth having do. Striving to make new things familiar and familiar things new, this is the Masked Biologist, coming to you from the heart of Wisconsin's Great North Woods.